Hello, hello. Welcome to Havilah's podcast. I am hosting the podcast this month. My name is Ben Cunnington, and I'm excited to be with you. It is November already, and I can't believe it. We are already ready for the holidays. Well, not ready, but we are embracing the holiday season. Uh, If you're anything like us, my wife has a fall tree. I'm doing finger quotes um, already set up. Uh, and that's soon going to be transitioned to a Christmas tree. Uh, we're embracing Christmas music. We're, we're getting excited for the holiday season. I love it all. Uh, my wife is all in on the holidays. It's her favorite time of year, as it's, it's mine as well. So I'm all for uh, starting the Christmas playlist. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. That's what we play basically every morning on Alexa. Um, that starts out our day. Uh, Havala has already started watching Christmas movies and we're probably going to start baking some things and just getting, getting ready. So if you are, um, you know, anti Christmas music until December 20th, I don't know. (laughs) So sorry, but yeah, you know, get, get ready. We seem to be moving things up further and further every year. Like even Black Friday sales are now, it's like, now it's the middle of November. So pretty soon we're going to just be celebrating Christmas all year long. And you know what? It makes sense. Let's just go there. So anyways, welcome to the podcast. That is not what this episode is about. We're not talking about Christmas, um, but we are going to tune into a teaching series for this whole month about living with intention. It's going to be really good. You're not going to want to miss it. It's one of Havel's favorite topics to teach on and talk on. So, but first I want to tell you about something. Um, we have something brand new that we have just launched. And if you've not heard about it, um, this you're hearing about it right now. So if you have you ever run wanted to write a book, have you ever read a really good book that moved you that was like, oh my gosh, that changed my life. Um that that is what I needed. Um there are also some of you out there listening that have messages and stories and things inside of you that have the power to impact and change someone else's life. And you're already probably doing it through conversation, through whatever medium uh, that you, you know, in your, your sphere of influence and relationships. But um, maybe you've thought about it before. Maybe you haven't about writing a book, putting your story, putting your expertise, your unique experience and, and, uh, and knowledge to help someone else. Uh, we are launching something brand new to help you write a book. And this is not just another course. It's not a, Hey, watch this course and it's going to help you write your book. And, but you got to just kind of figure it out and do it on your own. This is called Havila's author school. And this is an, an intensive, it's a 16 week It's a four-month live interactive mentorship to guide you step-by-step, week-by-week to writing your book and getting your first draft done. So if that's something that you are looking to do, uh, that you've wanted to do, maybe it's been a dream of your heart to do, maybe you've never thought about it, but, but now you're considering, could you have a message and a story that's worth sharing? And I'll tell you this. I bet you do. Um, so anyways, we have just opened applications. Uh, we've got a couple more weeks. 
Um, it's application only because we want to keep this to a selective group. Uh, we're limiting it to 200 students, um, but it's going to be amazing. We did it. I'll, I'll give you a little hint and I won't be too long on this, but we did kind of a secret beta group earlier this year, the beginning of the year, we took 87 people through uh, writing their books and the response was pretty remarkable. It was an incredible experience. So many people finishing their books, finishing their first drafts and being so much more empowered uh, to actually write it, get it done. We have a whole community. You're split up into mastermind groups. There's peer interaction and feedback. There's live coaching and training every week on Zoom. And we are gathering together uh, kind of linking arms and we're helping you to write the book that's in your heart to write. So anyways, I would encourage you to check it out. Go to havilasauthorschool.com and you can apply today. We'd love to have you join us. So anyways, that is all I'll say. You'll be hearing more a little bit in the next uh, couple weeks on that, but there is a deadline of no November 17th to apply. So check it out. Um, I know some of you out there are called to write your book. Let's do it this next year. Okay. So this week on the podcast, Living with Intention, um, this uh, series, uh, Havala actually found a book uh, that is uh, some of the material, a lot of the materials from that she's going to be teaching on. It's called How to Have a Good Day by Carolyn Webb. And I'll just give to blitz through a few of the, of the points here in this first, first week here. Our decisions and priorities and assumptions that we have about life determine how we perceive life. Um, did you know that your brain automatically filters things for you and finds evidence to build a case for you? Um, we need focus. We need to be able to focus on the right things to create the right priorities. And then we have to decide what we're going to look for. And we have to ask ourselves, what particular reality do we want our brains to pay more attention to? I know that's a little bit of like, okay, what, what is, how do I do that? What does that mean? That's what we're jumping into right now. So without any more delay, let's get into living with intention. Part one. Truth to Table has some real basic core values. And that is whatever I teach you, I want it to be practical. I want it to be something you can take away today and live out. I also want it to be a complete thought so you don't feel lost and you don't wonder what are we talking about and I missed something. What I also want to give you is short ideas so that you can put it to practice but also kind of meditate on it or uh, sit and, and, and really process it to see how you can implement it in your life because we don't want to just uh, give you information. We want to inspire you to live the life you're called to live and I'm confident that these things are going to inspire you like they've inspired me. So I want to dig in and I guess the thought that I had was that we would spend um, some classes together, but these classes would have topics and themes and our months would have themes. And one of the themes that's been really sitting, I've been sitting on for about a year in the process of thinking about it is the idea of intention. How do we live with intention? I know that sounds really sexy. Oh, I want to live in with intention. I want to, you know, develop myself and have intention. But what I want to do is give you practical intention, what it looks like to set your eyes towards something and live it out. You know, intention gives us this huge opportunity to not just get through our days, but to actually live out our days, to see where we want to go 
and make decisions and set goals and develop relationships that move us or propel us into that direction. And so this whole month is about intention and it's about your day, how you set your day up, but it also is about how you process your life. Now, I really wanna give you some practical thoughts. And one thing I wanna really uh, recommend that you do, maybe it's extra reading later on, but it's a book that's one of my favorites this year. You can clearly see it's been one of my favorites. And it's uh, called How to Have a Good Day by Carolyn Webb. Now, this is not a Christian author. She actually is a, uh, she studies um, behavioral science and that's kind of what she ends up landing in. But she's she's very interesting the way that she writes because she studies the brain. Now, I am an ordained minister. I love the word like nothing else. But I'm also very confident that science tells the story of a real God and what God really set up from the very beginning. And so oftentimes scientists will uncover the glory of God. And that's what I think that this book shows us is that there is real truth to what we preach on a Sunday really gets lived out in our everyday life. So like I said, today is about intention and it's about setting your day up for intention. Now, what I want to focus on this month is the idea that priorities and assumptions determine our perception. Now, I know that's kind of a big weighty sentence, but I'm going to unpack all of that for you. But your decisions and your priorities and the assumptions that you have about your life or things or whatever is happening in your world, it actually determines our perception, how we perceive life. So we want to kind of unpack that idea. Um, you know, what I want to do in this month when we talk about intention is I want, I want to make your life a ton more productive and more enjoyable. And I think that's really what I went after when I started studying this book, the idea of how to have a good day, the intention of it. Obviously, I'm a pretty positive person um, by nature, um, but having studied my personality a little bit, uh, when I'm super healthy, I get into a very observant kind of um introspective, I like to research and learn, but when I'm not super healthy and I find myself overwhelmed or believing what the enemy's saying about me, I can get into perfectionism and performance. And so what I've really learned is that when I'm healthy, I love to study the way that the brain works and how we operate and function. And so what I wanna do is teach you a little bit of the stuff that I have been putting into practice this last year as I've read this book. So what we need to understand about our brains and the way that we function is that we um, we have these automatic filters. Um, it's an automatic system in our brains to whatever we're, we're around. Uh, we are taking in the information and we're editing. No matter, we don't have to actually think about it. Oh, I don't want to look at that or I don't want to see that or I don't want to, you know, uh, say that or I don't want to, you know, take that information in our bot, our minds just automatically filter for us. And so uh, without thinking about it, it just has this God ability. It's amazing. God given ability to just edit as we go. I mean, you can imagine uh, if you did not edit anything, you'd be walking around and like counting car carpet fibers or you'd be going in the fridge and then counting, you know, all the items in the fridge, but your brain just automatically edits. So you're can take in real information what you need. We all kind of know those that have disabilities um, are maybe those that overthink certain things. They do get caught, you know, OCD counting things or they're not, they're brain doesn't edit or edits the wrong things. And so our brain edits to keep us peaceful. It, it keeps things tangible, uh, but it also, it does change our reality. 
what you edit, what you see, what you perceive is different than what I see and I perceive. And it doesn't mean it's bad or good. It's just the filter by which we look at life. So we have this kind of autopilot, you know, and what's interesting about this way our brain works is, you know, how many of you use email? And in your email, you can tag something as spam and you know that it's gonna go in your spam folder. And you can also VIP something that allows it to go into your priority folder. But have you ever been looking for an email and you can't find it and you call up customer service and the first thing they say is, check your spam folder. You're like, no, no, it's not there. I know it's not there. But as you go to search, you see, oh, it is there. It got filtered wrong and it got put in the spam folder. Well, this is kind of how our brain operates. Um, when sometimes we don't we don't mean to, but what's not necessarily important to us or what we're not looking for, sometimes our brain will edit for us. And even though we want it to be important and we want it to be a priority, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to end up in the important information. Another thing that's very fascinating is that your brain, once you've decided what is important your brain will look for evidence all day long to set that case up, which is very interesting. Think about when you you think someone's mad at you and you'll be going throughout and all of a sudden you'll think, are they mad at me? And then every time you interact with them or you see something online or whatever it is, you begin to build a case. It's like, oh, well, they didn't like this and they didn't say this. And they, when I walked in the room, they didn't greet me. And you kind of begin to build this case. But have you ever gone to clean it up and say, hey, are you mad at me? And they're like, Oh, no, not at all. I don't know why you would perceive that. It's And we go, well, it's probably true, but I felt like I had evidence that said that you were doing this. It's because you have an auto system. There's an auto vetting system in you that has pulled on that information. And maybe what you missed was that they smiled at you over here or they they, they talked to you over here, but you've, you've edited all that because you're looking for a specific thing. So we could either have that as detrimental to how we look at life and the reality of our life, or we can use it as a positive thing to allow us to focus on the right things and create priorities around what's important to us and build build a life that's really positive and God-centered. So we have this kind of selective attention that happens and it's it's important. It does keep us healthy, but it also can sometimes hurt us. And so if we tag certain things important, it's really the truth is what we look for, we see. So what our brain is looking for, we will often experience whether we want to or not, we will see it. And researchers will call this um, inintentional blindness, not unintentional blindness, but inintentional blindness. And what they, what we experience is that even with the best intention, uh, unintentionally, we will, we'll blind, we will, we won't see it. We'll edit it. And they did this research I thought was very fascinating at Harvard. And what they did was they took radiologists, those that scan the lung for cancer, lungs for cancer, to see if there was any um, lymph. Uh, or polyps in in their lungs. And so they they had experts there, radiologists, technicians that had done it for a long time. So these were not new people, they weren't green. And they they started to go through scans and they began to look for cancer within the lungs. And, and there were different lungs, different pictures that they showed them that actually had cancer in it and little polyps, polyps. But as they went through it, what they found was that 80, 3% of the radiologists, the professional radiologists, failed to spot the last picture clearly. And what was in the last picture is they put a gorilla. 
they inserted a gorilla, the picture of a gorilla inside of the lung. But because the radiologists were going through certain pictures looking for certain things, they missed the picture of the gorilla in the lungs. And what's so interesting is that although the image was 48 times the size of the average lung nodule that they were looking for, they missed it completely because they weren't looking for it. Their brain edited it for them. They weren't able to see it. And what's also very interesting is that they tracked the eye movement to see if the technician actually saw it. And the majority of them, their eyes actually locked in on where the gorilla was, but their brain, it did not trigger, which is very interesting. It means that even though we're experts, we might be mature, we might be doing life, there are certain things if we are not looking for it, our brain will not catch it no matter how, how much of an expert that we are. Trust me, I'm gonna fit all this in and it will make sense to you in a minute. So. What's really interesting is because they weren't looking for it, they didn't see it. This is very important with intention. If we aren't looking for certain things in our life, we will not see it. Whether we have the best intention, the best education, the best development, we won't see it. And so we have to decide what we're gonna look for. It's also very interesting is that our attitudes can also be shaped by this. They also did a study in France and they had a, uh, they took a group of people and some of them they didn't feed lunch to, but another group they did. And what they found is they took them in the room, another room and they began to show them words. And those that skipped a meal, uh, they saw words that were related to food and they got them faster than those that had already eaten because their mind was telling them that they were hungry their, or their stomach was and their mind was being triggered. And so what was important to them at that, at that point was actually what stood out to them. So what is important to you will stand out to you and your brain will edit it for you. It also is linked to attitudes. This is very fascinating. Uh, they did another study in South Wales where they took uh, men and women, they um, took them in a room and they gave them feedback. Now some of them it was positive feedback and another group was negative feedback. Uh, but then they took them into another room and they read them a, a very neutral narrative of a story. They knew that it was neutral. They all heard the same story. But when they took the different individuals back into the room, those that heard negative feedback before the story felt that the story had a negative connotation, but those that were positive, had positive feedback, felt like it had a positive feel. So it's very interesting. Uh, what you are feeling and the attitudes of like, what's kind of come at you will often be the filter in which you see life whether uh, you know the same thing happens to different people, it's how you perceive it. It's very, very interesting. So ultimately, we can't switch off our auto system. That's why obviously it's called auto. But what we can do is uh, we can adjust the settings to be more proactive by defining what our brains see as important each day. So what that means is um, we can't just tell our brains what to edit and what not to because there's so much information coming at us. Our brains are just automatic and we need them to operate like that. But what we can do is set up some systems in our life that allow us to, to really prioritize and see things as important in the beginning of the day. So when we go throughout the day, we know what we're looking 
four. And I'll explain how to do that in our next class is a lot about that. So we can affect, um, we can affect what our conscious brain gets to see and hear. Uh, it's one of the most powerful ways to steer our day towards the reality we'd most like to experience. So it's very important. Have you ever woke up and you just kind of, they say you woke up on the other side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed, you get kind of this feeling like life isn't gonna work out and things are tough. And you ever notice that those kind of days seem to be harder? It's because once we've decided something or we've experienced something, often our brain will continue to build that case all day long. So it's very important that we have habits that teach us how to set our days up well. And that's what this whole month is about. I'm gonna teach you some direct habits on setting up your day. As we change our intention, our brain filters change. And the facts that appear will also change with them. So when we begin to change what we're looking for and the filter changes in our brain, it will affect our day. Even if the same things happen, we'll begin to look for different things and it will actually appear to change, uh, our brain will change with it. So it's very important that we begin to see that what we believe and what we perceive can absolutely affect how we experience our day. And uh, if we are not dealing with those things, I mean, the Bible's so clear, and this is apart from the brain, but the Bible's very clear that out of the heart comes life, which means how we filter life, what's happening on the inside of us, will automatically filter how we experience life and how others experience us. So I'm gonna give you next week an entire uh, idea of how do we set our day up, and I'm gonna give you some main points of that. But what I want you to do this week is I want you to ask yourself this, this question every single day this week as we get going. What particular reality would I like my brain to pay more attention to? What particular reality would I like my brain to pay more attention to? So it could be as simple as, um, I want to begin to see uh, not just what I haven't done, but what I actually have done. Sometimes that's gratitude. I wanna be more grateful or I want to be more kind. And I'm going to sit for a minute and think, what is what are the things that are important to me? Is it that I get everything done off my checklist or is it that I actually see my kids? I see their faces, I see their experience. Is it important to me that I actually get, you know, go over here and do this and, and I'm socially popular or is it more important that I I know how my heart's doing and what's really happening on the inside of me. We begin to ask ourselves what's important to us what, and how we can prioritize that. Okay, that was Living With Intention, part one. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, so good, such a good topic to get into, especially as we are kind of wrapping up the year here soon and, and starting another one. Um, you know, I know for me, uh, intention is actually a really, really important keyword right now uh, for, for where I'm at in life. And so being more intentional um, in the different areas of life and showing up how I want to show up in life. So anyways, next week, we're going to hop into part two. So make sure to tune in for that. And I just want to say, if you are not currently subscribed to Havilah's podcast, um, I would encourage you hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified uh, every week when we publish new content and you won't miss out whatever podcast platform you're using. We're on all of them, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. And so anyways, also, if you love this podcast, uh, would you take a minute and review it? 
post a review. We read all the reviews, rate it, share it with your friends, maybe take a screenshot on your phone, post it on social, and just share what you love about the podcast. Uh, It really helps get it into more people's hands so that others can be impacted and reached as well. Okay, hey, thanks so much again for listening. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.